0: It's hella black baby Back at it again You feel me We ain't here rocking in the studio You know we got this mic stand All this good ass equipment now You know we just We came up man We we done came a long way How you living today bro?
1: You know I'm uh Existing my nigga Happy for us to be back In yeah. the fucking um I guess we can call this the studio
0: It's the studio um, you know Back in the We need to get apartment.
1: this shit We need to get this shit in the name You called it the
0: den once
1: Okay well yeah We in the den <laughs> We in the den I'm, I'm excited to be in the den Shout out to all the um, patrons, patrons,
0: patrons, Patreon. That fuck you know, with us. Appreciate y'all for supporting us. You know, especially during this time where we haven't created it in a little bit. But you know, is this the
1: longest break we've taken since we kind of like really started rocking over the past year?
0: I feel like yeah, It took like a month. Yeah,
1: we we dropped that little live shit, which was early old. July. Yeah, but since then, niggas haven't really been cooking up. It's. I think it was like eye opening for me because now, like today, I feel like I wanted to record it, I thought I had to record. And I always think those are the best episodes when this shit happens naturally.
0: Like when it isn't just like, oh shit, we got a Patron check coming. <laughs> you feel me? We got to record, we got to put some content out. And yeah. I know before, Office sure Show felt like that. I know you felt like that too. Yeah. So when it's just natural and just, like, all right, yeah, let's just record. You feel me? I feel like that's one of our best And that's work trying to have
1: intention with this shit, you know, like trying to have craft, meaningful, important, insightful conversations um you know i think niggas are smart and talented but i don't know if i'm that talented to just be kicking shit off every single week uh especially when we be having these kind of heavy conversations that shit can be a little taxing
0: yeah but we back like we never left what episode is this bro i don't even no, know that's that's how you know like i gonna be sick nigga. episode 50 and we just <laughs> just gave at that like yeah. <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's like 48 when you open this podcast app. It's a good time to remind people to subscribe to our podcast. You feel me? Tap in on Apple Podcasts. We also on SoundCloud. And If you want to extend an episode with exclusive content, tap in with our Patreon, patreon.com slash HellBlackPie. This is episode 48.
1: You sure it's 48 now? Yeah. Because <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. July 2nd, we dropped the 47 the live show. Right, yeah. But we for sure came in with that fucking heat, though. Yeah.
1: Last this is, month. This has, been a great, this has been a great year for Hell Yeah. Black.
0: We had that live show at the new parish, and for uh, prime month, we dropped the episode every week. Had some fire guests every single episode too. You so we gave that you that
1: little one month vacation.
0: Yeah, we earned that shit for I real because we, <laughs> we put in. We put in hell of work, so it's hell with black rocking. Make sure you share this shit. Tell your cousin and tell your auntie. You feel me? We straight grassroots. Thank you for everybody who supporting. And, you know, spreading the message of Hell Black. You feel me? There's a
1: million podcasts out there, and y'all choosing to tune in to us, and I'm grateful.
0: Like, we don't even listen to this shit, but y'all listen to it? Some real fucking shit. I'm about to
1: start listening. I'm about to become my own uh, patron. <laughs> you going to sign up on Patreon. <laughs> I'm about to be my Patreon. i patron. Come on, I need that exclusive content.
0: For real, for real. So, man, what we got in store today?
1: I think we going to have. <clears throat> I don't know. With all that's been going on, in like I guess like the past week or so with all those mass shootings and shit, I've been starting to really think about what it means to be black in this white supremacist state. I think like white supremacy is something we talk about every day, right? The history of this country, uh, how it's how white supremacy surfaces in present day. I think that's something we constantly talk about on here. But I don't know. it's just something about like the the terrorist acts of white supremacy, yeah, that, that really like make you like take a whole step back because we experience it day in and day out but when you have those monumental things where you can see like how white supremacy affects you know non i guess all white i think some white people passed away from this shit too but yeah when you just see like just how impactful this shit really is it's like oh shit that's when it really right. it really hits hard like i've become accustomed and like numb to the everyday kind of shit but then we have these big terrorist attacks by white supremacy that just really really like i guess like um Shake you eyes, up. Yeah, yeah, it's just like I, it really hits me hard. And so, I've been since as a result of that, I've really been thinking about, like I told you this morning, like, okay, what does it mean to be black in this fucking white supremacy state? What options do we have? Because I think it's clear that we cannot exist, we would never be able to thrive and be free you in can't, America yeah. as long as white people right. exist. And my nigga Q had said the other day was like, as long as America exists. You feel me? Like that's what. There's we're, always gonna be violence. Yeah, like, like this is a part
0: of the f- America and 100%. colonial violence is these mass shootings, is these, you know, because mass shootings be happening all the fucking time. Did you I don't every know like you, almost every day, bro? Yeah, I
1: don't know if you saw that fucking tweet, uh, but there was like a breakdown of mass shootings in 2019, and the next closest country like we had 249 in 2019. America had 249, and the next closest country was one. Bro, I was looking at this map
0: of mass shootings in Sandy Hook And it's like Literally red dots everywhere Because of all the mass shootings You know, and for those of you Who aren't familiar with like the Bay Area uh, Gilroy is like, what, an hour from Oakland? You know, so like Have you been to the Garlic
1: Festival before? Nah I've been as a kid I've been as a kid It's um Yeah That shit It's It's I think it's like a, a fucking, It's I don't know how long it's been happening, but if I've been as a kid, I'm assuming that was like 20 years ago. Yeah, it's, for me, it's been happening for a and, while. Yeah, I mean, Gilroy's
0: known for garlic. Like, it's a <laughs> fun-ass thing. It's hella good food.
1: And I, that might, well, I don't know. Is that the closest? Is that the, f- oh, I can't remember a mass shooting that happened in, well, I think, oh, maybe UCLA, had, did UCLA have one? No?
0: They had something going on. I don't know if it was a actual This like, one, mass Is this shooting. the first one in the Bay Area? I feel like that I, did, that I remember.
1: I don't know if there was something that happened in like the early 2000s, but like, this is the most rec- This is the one that catches my attention. So I think, like you, you read about him and shit, hear about him. I think the first mass shooting that I can remember is like the Virginia Tech one that happened. when We might have been in middle school, elementary maybe, but yeah. So when it like fuck, this shit happened down the street from a nigga, and I'm someone that like kind of grew up in Oakland and have experienced like gun violence my whole life, lost friends and shit to it, but. When you look at the methods behind the shit, and then you start reading these manifestos, it's just like, fuck, these niggas are owned. Like, it's a reminder of what they own, bro. Yeah, like this is what that nation was founded on of white people trying to preserve white supremacy.
0: And like this nation was founded on mass gun violence. Yeah, right by white like vigilantes too. You know, it wasn't no government, really. You know, it was government, but it was also like these. Colonizers who were just coming to take land, you feel me, yeah, like that was killing genocide, enslaving people, you know, so the very foundation of this country is mass shootings, you know, I think people just want to talk about the now a lot, and yeah, they think about it Donald Trump, like it's like a new thing like oh, Trump, you know he's so overtly racist, yes, he is, but Trump is not new, overt racism from a president is not new, you feel me, yeah, but people kind of want to have this i don't know this, they don't want to like look back to the history.
1: Because if you look back into the history, then it makes you accept, like, okay, this is literally in the fabric of the nation. This is, like, who we are as a country. It's the
0: nation's DNA. Yeah. Is this. Is land but making thefts, it seem like a new thing makes murder, it seem like it's
1: something that we can, like, fix. Because, you fix. know, because it's like, yeah. oh, no, nah, this is something that, like, prior to this, this didn't exist. Like, prior to now, this is a new problem for right. us. So let's find a new solution. But it's like, nah, nigga. This,
0: this violence has been happening. And it's going to continue to happen under this nation as long as this nation still exists yeah, in the way you, you that it's You think exists, about, like, how... You
1: know? I don't know. I was I was reading a manifesto. I think it was it from the El, El Paso shooter, and he was just talking about like really just like even talking about how like Europe has been fucking I don't know like like taken over by non-white folks, right? It's just right. like nigga, like these niggas are really trying to preserve whiteness at its core. Like it's fucking it's it's nuts, bro. And they're willing to do
0: whatever it takes to keep it. And if you look at, like, the demographics of Texas, you have more and more, like, Latinx people moving to Texas and less and less white people. So the demographics of Texas are changing, right? And then you have people like Trump, you know, making these, you know, the, these border... Just talking about borders, like, yeah, Obama was doing it too, right? But Trump being very, like, more overt. So that's also, like, I feel like triggering these these vigilantes. Because it's, like, bringing, they're, like, like, listening it's bringing to Trump. their real
1: fears to... to the, it's like, oh, yeah. shit, nigga, like, no, nah, this shit is real. Like, these niggas really coming here, they're really trying to wipe us out. They really don't they really yeah, they're trying to outnumber us. Take our jobs, all and those. do it, and do what we did to niggas. Like if there's more of you know, white folks I feel like I've always been afraid of uh the people that they've, you know, oppressed and marginalized, murdered, all this shit, right? uh enslaved, that one day it'll be more of them and they'll be able
0: to do, to do what <laughs> white people did to
1: they think that the chicken's gonna come home to roost. Right. And so that's that's how they've been moving.
0: Um but what was wild to me was how fast the shooting in El Paso was and then how fast it was to Ohio. I don't know if you've seen the photos of them, too, and they they damn near look alike, too. Like, I I don't know what's going on, but I feel like this shit cannot be... Mass is no longer, like, I think it's just, you can't call them random because no. they're not. <laughs> it's like an everyday thing. If they weren't you know? white, they wouldn't call them random. If it was brown people. Yeah. Arabs like, oh, and said oh this is a coordinated yeah. ISIS attack, right? So And I'm trying to figure out, in my opinion, this shit is not fucking random. You feel me? It's like they are organizing on some type of website. You know, they have all these like 4chans and Reddits and shit like that, you feel me? It's like they're sharing similar ideologies. You know, experts say these manifestos are very similar. So they're learning all this shit from somewhere. I mean you they, feel me.
1: They said one of the books that they read was The Great Replacement. That's a lot of books that that white supremacists are supposed to. Or like, well, I don't know what the fuck you call them. Whites, whatever these niggas are, like white <laughs> I don't terrorists. know if they got like a name for them or whatever. <laughs> like they're reading this, they're reading this, um, these books that like are pumping this shit into their head. And then the nigga left like the the gun that he used. Have you have you seen it? Uh, yeah, this is the um, El Paso nigga. He left the type of gun that he used. He's telling niggas, like, what kind of places to hit. He's telling motherfuckers, like, oh, if there's, like, a bunch of security guards in there type shit, don't hit them. He's the literally head.
0: creating a fucking playbook. Bruh. And people want like, go say to the least guarded places. Like, go and it's not like something. this nigga just had a fucking mental breakdown. Like, people want to be like, oh, he just had a mental breakdown. <sighs> and go, shut up. I'm like, no, this shit is fucking premeditated. This shit is organized. Bruh came in with a fucking uh, ear, you know, ear things on his fucking ears.
1: I think it's important that, and then what this is, like I said, what this is reminding me is. There are no lengths that white folks won't go to to preserve, and even the folks that, even the white people that come out and speak against it, it's all just pandering. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all just pandering. Like these government officials, whatever, they're not gonna do anything because they want to preserve it.
0: And the Democrats act like they want to care. You know, oh, gun control. Like, gun control is not gonna stop white supremacists. The government is a bunch of white supremacists, so they'd have to take away guns from the government. Yeah. Is that gonna happen? No. Gun control is just going to further take away guns from oppressed people. And then white people are going to continue stockpiling all the arms. And then white people are for sure not going to give away their
1: guns. Either. And also, I just feel like white people will find another way. Like, white supremacy has no boundaries. It has no They'll start 3D
0: printing guns. They'll just start,
1: (laughs) you know, continue to put lead in the water of of black community. They'll find ways around this shit. So it's like, nigga, yeah, I feel like the guns just make it super easy because, you know, bullets are... You no, know, it's, it's it's a quick way to get to get rid of a motherfucker, but they will find other ways to get.
0: Right, uh, guns isn't the only form yeah. of colonial violence, the form of white supremacy. It's like this shit is happening in many different ways, and every day mass shootings is one of them, right? But that shit, I think is it, is creating a, it put it puts fear in people. You know what I mean? Like we were just talking about earlier. You know
1: that shit has me mad paranoid, bro, because it's like all right. So yeah, my thing is all right. Knowing that white supremacists will do whatever, like they've made it clear, this is not something that we're making up, like through the, the history of this nation, they've made it clear that they would do whatever to preserve their power to preserve this white supremacist state. Like where does that leave us as black folks? Like, I'm trying to think about my existence here. Like now I have to be super on edge, I have to be super defensive, and what does that look like as far as like being defensive? Like does that mean I have to just start carrying a gun wherever I go?
0: Uh, I mean
1: and is that the life that I want to live? Right because that's
0: a certain level of anxiety for every little thing that you do you niggas have to killing fucking niggas be at the aware. grocery store.
1: Like, okay, like I'll stop going to like you know events. That's nothing. I can stop doing that. But can I stop going outside, my Right, Cuz like at this point it's like, you know,
0: it should happen in, in malls, niggas. schools, grocery stores and I, I what does survival look like? That's what I'm like I mean, it's like we under the colonial occupation, if we... You feel me? If we, like, break it down from the history of shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's the police, it's vigilante, white racists, you feel me? Just random-ass shooters like that, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's important that people are aware of their surroundings all the time. But what does joy look like? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you have joy under this fucking oppressive-ass state? And I know we always talk about black joy and shit. But sometimes it's harder to have that especially after these big ass events you know and it's almost like creating these mass shootings create almost like PTSD yeah. even if you weren't there at the shooting because people were like oh I don't want to go to movie theaters no more people were like oh I don't want to go to the mall no more you know people yeah. are legitimately having those fears and I think you know mass media has something to do with it but it's also a very legitimate thing with how many yeah, fucking mass I, shootings are happening
1: yeah like last night I was thinking about what are the odds I would actually be a victim of you know Like a mass shooting, the odds aren't that high. But that doesn't. It doesn't change the fact of what's happening. You feel me? And then on top of that, like, I'm trying to rationalize on myself. Like, you know, I don't really follow up with the news or nothing, except for I mostly get most of my news from Twitter. But trying to, you know, convince myself and remind myself that this is just, um, that it's fear, even though it's a justified fear because the shit is right in front of me. Uh, But I even think about, like, yeah, if it's not mass shooting, it's going to be something else. You feel me? Because it's just like, that's just what's going on out here and then I think about the folks who you know, you think about the different identities that create a person, a black person specifically, you right, like then you, you think about the other dangers that they gotta go against. You know what I'm saying? The other non cis head black males gotta you know, gotta face if I was like a black trans woman. Like not only do I have to worry about being fucking killed by white supremacists, I gotta worry about you feel me, maybe uh street harassment, me you feel me, you yeah know. like harassing me or, or murdering me. Right. Um, so, I'm just like, fuck,
0: bro. This shit is
1: just, that's just where my mind has been. I, I don't hear it. There's shit.
0: so many levels of violence.
1: For black people, bro. And depending on what else you identify as, in addition to being black, it
0: just could be multiple yeah. levels of fucking oppression.
1: Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck, thinking about how we talk about how, like, the effect that PTSD can have on the body, like, that, yeah. you know, that constant stress, nigga. It's like, fuck. So, that makes me think, like, all right, if I don't wanna be, Expose myself to this here. Where can I go? And you and can't is escape, there really you ever. You can't escape anti-blackness. we like we gonna do an We go, wherever? We but can't be level, a little safer. You know, like not to deal with mass shootings. Like yeah. one of them countries that has zero mass shootings, we could just go there, type shit.
0: You are still gonna deal with fucking racism, like?
1: <laughs> but then I'm like, fuck, nigga, do we just leave people here?
0: Cause we both got families. Yeah, I feel like this is the dilemma that like every fucking generation has had, you know like marcus garvey all right let's go back to africa you know then some people are like no we got to fucking stay here and build up here you know so it's i think it's the same almost I, the same fucking dilemma of like what is the fucking solution to this shit right and even just going back to africa that ain't gonna be a solution necessarily because of how many military bases does the u.s have you even feel when me? we're talking about US, global US. <laughs> global fucking capitalism you feel but, me the u.s could be anywhere in fucking thirty minutes, you feel me? The sun don't fucking set in the U.S. Empire. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I think nowhere is safe. That's for sure. They go. They can get you wherever. It's just lesser. It's just like, I don't know. In my experience traveling abroad, it's like, but then you haven't ha- me having help of American privilege at the time. You know what I'm saying? And then having money, yeah. like staying in certain places, is like, yeah, that was more. I felt more relaxed and more safe. Out in different countries But even in like the streets I've felt safer Despite like Oh People trying to touch my hair Like afro, afro Like (laughs) But I definitely felt fucking It's more safe In different places Outside of the US Yeah I haven't
1: been out The country yet
0: I have to go So
1: that I can see What it's like to be black Somewhere else
0: But I get why people Just fucking move Cause this is like The fucking Epicenter of it You know what I'm saying You just can't escape the shit. This is the fucking main ass colony. And then they have hell of different other colonies, you know. But this is you know. And then we in Oakland too. Yeah. Which is the epicenter of like gentrification. You're just getting the violence from everywhere. It's just like (laughs) violence everywhere you look. To your left, to your right, (laughs) you look up, you look down, and it's like just hell with fucking violence and shit. But that's what living under a colonial occupation Is Is these mass shootings Is dealing with the police Is dealing you know With other you know Forms of Violence Is this our you reality? Know? And you gotta think about it I think about that shit every day I go outside my house Like this- having to fucking be aware Of every fucking Everything you know Like having to fucking pay attention to shit
1: Yeah And of course like I've experienced this before it's, and it's always after like something traumatic happens. Like yeah. you just end up being a super on edge but even when the, the big things are happening on a daily basis I, f- I find that constant struggle of what it means to be black in this world and especially if you're someone that could like... I think there are some of us who are able to distance ourselves from this shit especially if you like you know if you got money it's, it's super yeah. easy It's super easy to distance yourself from from what's going on or... Um, you know, if you got money, it's one of those things. Or if you're just someone that doesn't align yourself with the most oppressed folks in the world, you know, right. if you're not someone that immerse, try to immerse yourself into those communities, it's super easy. Like create this kind of wall um, until the big things happen to where you're constantly reminded, like if, like kind of what happened with Aesir Rocky, right? Like mm-hmm. the nigga was. Super, not living conscious. great, not oh, caring about oh, no movement. You like, rich as fuck. Like, you got all these I'm rich. You locked <laughs> in with the richest white people, you know. <laughs> and then you get to fucking Sweden or where the fuck he was. And then realize you black again. Eat that reminder, like, oh shit. Like, damn. Yeah, niggas. I am a fucking nigga. This shit is real. So I feel like no it don't matter what, at some point, somebody, life say is he no reminders.
0: somebody say he did the black community dirty. He didn't make a first day out song. <laughs> <laughs> I seen that shit on Twitter.
1: <laughs> oh fuck.
0: <laughs> But it's it's global, you feel me? And I think that's why, like, when we try to combat oppression, we have to have a, a global understanding of oppression in order to combat it. You feel me? Because this shit, we can't call the United States a nation. It's a fucking empire. It has colonies, you feel me, military bases throughout the whole fucking world. Yeah. You know, and it's oppressing people throughout the whole fucking world, whether it's the global south, whether it's Middle East, Africa, you feel me? and the empire has to fall in my opinion you know but what does it look like for that to happen and is that shit gonna happen because lately it's like man this shit's so fucking big they got all the straps and then they got all these vigilantes you feel me like
1: and niggas really love they whites like they really love being white and they want to preserve it and they really believe that nigga this is their call to rule this planet to make to be to be the strongest to make all the decisions for all inhabitants of the earth Like, that's how deeply engraved their fucking privilege and understanding of supremacy is in in them, bro. Like, they really want control over everything, not just other human beings. They want control over the entire planet and its
0: inhabitants. Bro, and a lot of fucking people, like, even oppressed people, want to become a part of that class, too. And I think that's something that, you know, we were talking about is how this democratic debate, just seeing so many people just so engulfed in this democratic debate. I was like, so
1: confused by people who I thought were like, like I could if you would have told me you was watching the debate I'd be like, nigga, what the fuck are you watching that shit for? <laughs> like you really gonna devote any time to this system? Like I thought we were clear that there is no way to make this work for us, whether you're a right. Democrat, Republican Nonpartisan. I don't know what the fuck any of the shit is. Like whatever, whatever you identify. Whatever those as, the party: as green party, system, the blue party,
0: and the red party. As man, as long they as all this <laughs>
1: system exists, nigga, there is no way to function within this shit. So I was so shocked when it was like people who I hella admire and look up to was engaging it. Not even gonna say admire people. I don't know if respect is the word, but people that I thought identified as radical. somebody you thought you
0: learned from and like.
1: Yeah, like I couldn't imagine watching the debate for what we know it's all bullshit. Are you watching it to make yourself mad? Then that's different. Like if you're just watching it to, you know. But there's no way you watch that shit with understanding of like, okay, well, some of these people can make actual change because we know the way the system
0: works, right? And people are getting behind some of these candidates like, oh, we got to get Trump out of office. And that's what's so scary about this shit is that I think a lot of people just see Trump as the fucking problem. forgetting the that
1: the 45th president, not the first. Bruh. This nigga's the 45th. Is he the 45th? Yeah. Yeah, he's the 45th president, not the first,
0: my nigga. That should be so wild to me. It's like, did the Black Lives Matter movement not start under Obama's presidency? Are we so quick to forget that shit? You know? And people want to go back to America <laughs> and this, you know, and this it shit is just weird. Like, where I don't like,
1: recognize my country. Nigga, what were you fucking
0: walk What country would, yeah, around, bruh. Acting like Trump is the first fucking racist ass president. This shit ain't fucking new. This shit ain't going nowhere, you know? But people devoting so much fucking time into Democrats spread. That's the shit I don't understand.
1: Like it's really confusing to me. But it's also it's it's a daily reminder of where people align with their politics. It's again, niggas just want access. Niggas want access to the power. They don't want the
0: People want to have a seat at the table. They don't want to break the fucking table down. (laughs)
1: Niggas don't want the power to not exist. They just want to be a part of the power. They don't want the power to not exist.
0: They just just want closer access to it. And it's seeing a lot of activists do that shit too, it's like, bro, who paying you?
1: (laughs) I mean, we know it. Niggas talking about rap turning into WWE. WWE, damn near activism has turned into that shit. Activism is a whole ass industry now.
0: We have a fucking woke industrial complex. You feel me? And also, it's like. It's a whole ass industry. It's a social currency now, too. Like, like, oh, you're woke? Okay, how woke are you? What
1: can I get? What book deals can I get? What TV shows can I get? Who can I get a picture with? What celebrities can I align myself with? Like, who wants to align with the black rich? Who? How? Who, what? Them niggas is accomplices to this system, my nigga.
0: I mean, some activists. Why bro, do like <laughs> literally photo ops is their fucking activism, and then they do some few paragraphs in the speaking engagement, and that that's activism. But you see so much fucking money go behind that shit, which is which is wild.
1: Yeah, I mean, I even think about my relationship to money, and like, why I want to make money, it's so that. You know, I could pump it into my community, but what is pump like? In order to make hella money in this system, you got to be exploiting motherfuckers. Or be exploited. Unless, like, you know, like, unless I was, like, an athlete and I just, you know, was making money. I don't think athletes really exploit people. They exploit themselves, if anything. But for the most part. I mean, it's she,
0: impossible to avoid, avoid capitalism in this fucking yeah. capitalist society. You know, one of my professors, she said, it's, uh, Ewa Taylor, she said, it's impossible to get your, uh, not get your feet wet in the sea of, in the sea of capitalism. You know, shit is everywhere. Yeah. But I think how people... It's one thing to understand, yeah, we live in this capitalist system, and then you could also reject it, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't our fucking future. This isn't what we want shit to be. Because capitalism, there's no such thing as capitalism, like, without oppression. Yeah, I was talking about the other day when
1: I had on on some shoes the other day. I'm like, fuck, I really bought these fucking shoes, knowing that these motherfuckers was made in a sweatshop, knowing that the nigga who, who... who makes them or who's the face of the brand hates poor black people. Like what the fuck? And yet I gave this nigga my money and I'm <laughs> a fucking walking advertisement for this nigga's shoes. That's how capitalism is. But that can be easily avoided. Like that's two hundred dollars I could have put into the movement.
0: I mean your shoes is your vice though.
1: <laughs> yeah, but no. I don't want to be like the rest of these niggas, bro.
0: There's no ethical consumption under this shit. There is
1: no ethical consumption at all. So but can there can be. Tommy. There can be. There can be ways. I don't have to just full on embrace my immerse myself yeah. into the system. Like, there's no reason why I should be buying Jordans with my politics. How you align as a black radical, and you know, of course, like I like I'm always have to buy. I'm not. I'm not making my own shoes. Like, yeah, I don't have the the skill. The certain like, choices, like yeah. that. but like there's like there. I do not have to buy shoes. Like there are shoes that I can get from probably like. Black-owned motherfuckers who making their own shit. You know what I'm saying. But even in the material that they use is probably from some fucking farmer in fucking Asia. Yeah, getting paid pennies. Um, so damn should I just keep rocking the Jays, regardless? Because regardless, somebody getting exploited.
0: Hmm. It's a cold world we live in. Jordans, it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I
0: I don't see the that giving up his Jordans anytime soon.
1: I've been without him for a bunch of years, so you know, <laughs> I, I can do it. I don't know, fam. I've just been like trying to navigate this system, and then I'll be thinking, like, what's the fucking point? Because no one's who the fuck they say they are. No one actually wants this fucking liberation. I've been thinking about how much of myself I actually give to the movement. And there's this thing like not wanting to be a like I know I know I don't want to be a martyr. I know there's things I want to do in my own life. Like I want to live a creative lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to create. That's what I want to do. I want to do podcasts. I want to do music. I want to do film. Like those are things that I want to do. But yeah, like where do we where do I align? Like how can I be pushing this black radical shit? Pushing black radical rhetoric and theories. And then like, you know, not really embodying it. You know, like, yeah, we do good work. You know, we work with students and shit. But the folks that we often get aligned with, I think them niggas, you know, they really live the fucking movement.
0: Every day, day and day. Every
1: fucking out. day, bro. But like, I get to like pick and choose what days I want to go be out in the field. And of course there's other things I do, right? Like I donate to shit. Um I think and I think like the work looks different than it probably did in during the civil rights movement. Like I <laughs> think what can be considered Action looks different now in like a cyber world. Um, yeah, I don't know. You get
0: I what i ni- Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think niggas is doing our best though. You feel me? Are we? Like trying to organize, <laughs> but that shit, that shit take a toll on you too. Organizing breath, just like doing that shit, being in the field. You know what I'm I saying? I think we just
1: have lower expectations. For ourselves and for others bro That's what I really think it is I think the bar is the floor in every way and shape or form
0: Especially in terms of organizing Like true grassroots organizing Like I think niggas just get just to don't do really like the bare like minimum
1: that. Like Even with people's programs Like at, at best we out there twice a month And people think that's just like the biggest shit ever That's how I know the bar is the floor When the bar yeah. is feeding people every day And of course you know I think there are people that I feed every day You know like my family and shit Like I definitely take care of people every day But to be considered, like I think, a person of a part of a movement, or a person of the movement, or a leader of a movement, or a lead organizer in the community, I just feel like the bar is hella low. Um, and not trying to get like hard on my on ourselves, but actually just like judging things for what they are, mm-hmm. you
0: know. I just think, yeah, I think this is I don't well. Know. There's not many radicals. But <laughs> that's the first thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, there's not a lot of radical organizations out there either. A lot of them are like. How many organizations are just aligned with the fucking Democrats? You feel me? Or this big ass, you know, nonprofit industry. You know what I'm saying? Like how many black radical organizations are there that are left? You feel me? Like, there's not many. Especially like black-led. Yeah,
1: like what does it even mean to be a black radical in 2019?
0: I think that's a great question. I don't know if I have all black, the answers. Well oh, that means you
1: respect the theories of black radicals? But what I does think, practice look like?
0: Bro, I think that's the biggest thing is practice. You feel me? It's like, what is the practice? You know, I think that's why the breakfast program is important. But like you said, we've only, we do that like at best twice a month. And that requires a shit ton of fucking work off of that. You know, but it's the shit that work isn't easy and it's not glamorous. I think that's one thing. It's like romanticized because of this social clout. In some ways, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I did this. I did this. Like, this shit was so easy. This shit is great. Likes, whatever. But the actual work of that shit, like, some shit is not fun. <laughs> yeah. And people think that the movement is fun. It's like, nah, this shit's not fun at all. But I think that's why people would portray activism. You know, it's like the social currency. If you see these people with celebrity appearances and all that, that's what you know of activism, but you don't know, like, the on-the-ground The feeding people, the fucking going to the grocery store, putting your life on the line, putting your life on the line to speaking publicly with a radical voice, with a radical lens. That shit all comes with a certain territory and how you have to live a certain life. You feel me?
1: And then I I think about like how many how many people of the movement were like super fucking poor, you know? Like I don't know. So a lot another frustration I have is like why is it that our fucking lives have to be political? Like when you black, you come in, come into this shit
0: you have no other, no other choice you feel me it's like damn Like you're born into the politics especially if you know working class and then the
1: opposite of that is why our lives have to be political is because we claim to be black radicals Right. that's a part of being a black radical that's a part of being a black leftist is having a political stance taking political action
0: I ain't gonna lie life would be easier if we was just on our <laughs> black bourgeoisie shit bro. oh
1: 100% those niggas are yeah but I'm not from that cloth like I can't really <laughs> I know shit is sweet for them but I would love it For us to just be able To exist But even then That comes like A certain detachment
0: To Cause if you're existing You're having something That's paying your bills That allows you to exist You know what I'm saying Like yeah. To be able to just exist You have to have almost Some form of privilege Cause I think and about, usually it comes In a form of class privilege
1: I think about like A lot of the organizing shit that I be reading About from Ferguson And shit You know what I'm saying Like those like Rural south places Or even like the midwest Like them niggas is I really organizing front line grassroots type shit. And They broke as fuck, bro. Like, I remember like fucking coming across somebody like GoFundMe trying to like them trying to get a card. I'm just like fuck, like nigga, this is. These were the
0: niggas who started this, this, this fucking is person movement. Who
1: doesn't get any other recognition? Doesn't get any other resource or any the access that motherfuckers like you and I or even the bigger niggas, right? Like the bigger motherfuckers. I, I don't. I, I would say we're like known on a local level. You know, and, and kind of having some reach with the podcast, but like the big organizers or whatever that be having like these big ass platforms That be getting all the speaking engagements and the books and shit, like who aren't actually doing the work, uh, the people who are
0: don't have nearly
1: as much resources. I mean, that's why
0: Ferguson. You know? A lot of people in Ferguson that have funk with Black Lives Matter is because Black Lives Matter went into Ferguson, got all the fucking money, and then fucking left. Like the niggas not welcoming Ferguson, and then the you feel me? The who
1: founded Black Lives Matter, or one of the co-founders, like fucking with Kamala. I'm pretty sure. Remember they were trying to link us with them or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and they on the hill like reformist ass shit. You feel me? You know, so it's like, come on, my nigga. But that's where money is. You feel me? So it's like if you trace that's why if I you think follow the, bar is the, the floor fucking because money,
1: that's why I think the bar is the floor because these are the people who are. You know, Getting all this praise for not yeah. doing
0: shit And then we'd get praise for just feeding the community When it's like nah that's actually what niggas should be doing Like yeah I guess Cool it's, it's good to get recognition Recognition of course always you know That shit will feel good but like that shit don't really matter For all of you like, I, like, I know
1: why I know why for us Cause I mean you had this conversation last time right? I think about out of all these people who call them Who align themselves like people in the community out here Why the fuck are people not getting fed every day
0: Think about all the fucking millions and millions of dollars that are going to like all these nonprofits that are about social change.
1: Why the fuck are people not getting fed every day? At the very least, why don't everybody out here in Oakland got a tent?
0: Nigga, we could walk fucking two blocks. <laughs> <laughs> why don't everybody <laughs> out in Oakland got
1: a tent, my nigga? For real, like on some for real, like in a yeah. clean, nice tent. Why aren't motherfuckers coming together to help clean the streets? You feel me? It's just like how are we calling ourselves people of these community and
0: not taking care of people in the fucking community?
1: And I think that's how, if we really was linking up and building together, that's how we would all be able to like have a balance of the work and not having to be fucking, you know, a couple of people. When it's only a couple of people doing this work, you know what I'm saying, that's when you get it to where we can only feed people twice twice a fucking month because we also got other shit to deal with, other ways to survive. Like, you know, we got fucking, my, I got fucking, I have to work because I got other people who I need to be able to feed and also still want to be allies, you know, still want to support financially other people out there, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But with all these people in the Bay Area and we see them, our people in Oakland, we see them like, nigga, there's no reason why the community should be getting fed every day. The houseless community of Oakland, Bread, the poor people of Oakland should be eating every fucking day.
0: And I think with social media and with just like these constant images that we're constantly fed, like people become so fucking numb to shit. Even these mass shootings. The other day... Bro, like, oh even this God. garlic... You know, the, the shooting at the Good G- Garlic Festival, I found out, I was like, okay, I got to move about my day again. Like, yeah, it was really just, like, oh, shit, that happened. All right, got to keep moving. You feel me? But then, like, I think a shooting, like, what happened in Texas and uh, Ohio, back-to-back back, of, like, damn, this shit really fucking sick. You know, but even myself, like, I, I've been numb to shit before. You know, sometimes, like, death just be hella fucking numb. You know, and I think, like... Social media, we're constantly giving all these fucking images all the time. People begin to dis- dissociate from shit. You know what I'm saying? And especially all this like clout. People want to do shit to look cool. All, all that shit plays a factor into why people don't see the humanity, you know, in our whole community. I feel like. You know what I'm saying? It's always like, what's the cool thing? What's the next thing? You feel me? What's so the party? Distractions. It's like when you live in a world where you can have access to so many things at the fucking fingertip. Is like, bruh, these algorithms are fucking controlling us in some ways and, and the way we think and what we think is valuable. You know, because like if you think back in the day, like in the Panthers and shit, like niggas was just living so close together. You feel me? Like communities were together a lot more than they are now. You know, like social media has brought us together, but also like put us further away from each other in some ways too, in terms of like human to human interaction. You know what I'm saying? To where it's like back in the day, and then you have gentrification now. But the black community Looks a lot different You know So it's like You don't have the Traditional Quote unquote You know like Black neighborhood yeah. The same way That you did 30 years ago
1: I even think about You know My neighbors uh, Cause I, I know Like I don't have the house That I had when I was maybe like thirteen or whatever, but I'm thinking about all right. You know, I think of the, the people in my family who haven't had to move, who haven't been pushed out in like the landscapes of how their neighborhoods have changed. go like at my grandma's house, my grandma's block. It's not like niggas can like go up the street and tap in with niggas like, hey, I want y'all to come be a part of my breakfast program because it's the white people and I don't want them out there with me. <laughs> you feel me? And I don't know their politics. Yeah. Um, on Ashby, you feel me? Ain't no more black people around the corner in South Berkeley no more. So I can't walk around the corner, like, hey nigga, I be doing this program. You feel me? But like, our community's just a lot smaller. Than it is like you just said So yeah It's just It's it's so confusing For for like for all of us To want the same things But not really be working together Even think about How we ran into them folks Last time at the last breakfast program And niggas got mad And we told them like Yo we just fed this spot But there's a whole other place Around the corner And then we'll go hit this other spot and niggas was like Oh we come here all the time It's like nigga what's, it's the not real, about that. what's the real purpose here fam Like is it about feeding people Or is it about But we knew there wasn't oh, about feeding people Because they bounced out with cameras And hello white people You know what I'm saying Like we know what you niggas On Y'all on that Poverty Safari no <laughs> niggas not really You feel me doing the work So I think about I, Yeah I just Yeah it, it, It's it's all confusing to me And it's You know I'ma still do I'ma still do what I can I'm trying to hold myself To a better standard Cause I can't compare myself To the niggas out here Cause it's clear that These niggas ain't It's clear don't, They don't have the about. same yeah. goals You feel me And they don't have the same motherfuckers. <laughs> Niggas are always trying to Be a resource to the community But then also again Like not trying to but put niggas all wanna that act on like They're doing it That's
0: yeah. Bruh we got some fucking actors out here, bruh. Niggas need some fucking awards for all this acting going on. This in- <laughs> activism, I mean, shit, bro. It's easy
1: to act when you be around white people twenty four seven. White people don't know what the fuck going on in these streets, nigga. They fucking standards as low as fuck too, and they just love being around black folks that can tolerate them and that they can tolerate. Yeah, I'm not the kind of white, not the kind of black person that <laughs> white folks like being around. You
0: almost <laughs> said you are a white person. fast. It's see Dozel. <laughs> chill out. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't want people to lose hope. But I think. The bar is I think this is also us holding each other accountable in terms of like the work. Oh yeah, my hope is still there. You know what 100%. I'm saying? I'm just trying to
1: hold myself and others accountable simultaneously. Yeah.
0: But I think also it's important to take breaks and maintain your health as well. Cause this shit could be hella fucking stressful.
1: Like my thing is I'm not trying to be a martyr. I'm gonna be a hundred percent real with you. I'm not but like I'm down that- to be a part of a fucking collective, my nigga. And if I have to kinda like, you know, lead by example, I'm with that, but Nigga, I'm. I ain't, yeah. That's why I'm like, that's why I was talking about that burden of just like your whole life having to be political. Like, fam, I want to just fucking exist and not have to worry about shit. But that's not the reality because we live in a white supremacist state. Um, but I also, I'm going to have to find that balance of, you know, understand that I live in a white supremacist state and I'm going to have to fight every day. But also, nigga, we deserve some fucking
0: peace, just prosperity, happiness, and joy. Yeah. So trying to like be intentional. I think that's why we started like the Black Joy segment within the podcast. You feel me? Yeah. But. Also understanding We live in this White supremacist world You feel me And violence is everywhere And it's important To always Pay attention to that So We 48 minutes in You damn near want to Go into the Black Joy Right now
1: Yeah it's good
0: Shit What Black Joy You had the past Last month They they
1: got (laughs) just Fought off a a Deep depression And anxiety For the past Uh, Three weeks Bruh
0: I feel you on that bro. I've been going Through some shit (laughs) Literally
1: Um Doing Outside Lands on Saturday.
0: That's huge, man. Yeah, Congratulations. Really...
1: I don't really, I mean, I'm happy that I was able to dig myself out of a hole with the support of some people. Um, for lack of better, I kind of got my health in check. Um, yeah, that's it. I don't really have much joy right now, just to be honest. <laughs> I don't have any depression, though. I'm just no. You're
0: just in the middle right now I'm just existing Fuck What brought you black joy? I'm trying to think man It's been It's been two weeks Oh I had a birthday Oh yeah since nigga It was your time. fucking we, yeah, birthday since nigga <laughs> Since the last time we It was it the was day. the annual Rover I, day
1: I DJed my all <laughs> got I had my birthday I guess that's some joy
0: <sighs>
1: From what I remember
0: It was a joyful experience Yeah I'm gonna go with (laughs) (laughs) day. Fuck. I can't even think about joy right now, bro. This shit ridiculous. I'm really trying to think what was the last moment where I felt hell with joy?
1: Something made me scream the other day. I was happy. (laughs) I was happy. It was like a joyful scream. Fuck.
0: Damn. Well, this is a reminder of falling joy in your life. (laughs)
1: Because we can't find any Niggas is D
0: Shit H. well I'm gonna just go to my You know I've been meditating You feel me still on my streak I hit like 500 days So that that brought me some joy Big ups But niggas been Fighting depression Depression in the mud man <laughs> So episode 48 We gonna tap into this Extending content
1: Yeah well, So if you wanna tap into this shit content Go to our
0: Patreon.com slash Hellback Pie for this extended content, episode 48, Patreon.com, Hellback.